D-S-N-Y. team which took me several hours since i had to go i had to take my cat to the vet today that was fun i love cats i love this one too this one has to go back to the vet tomorrow for an ultrasound so yay Aww. yeah positive vibes poor favor all of them she's my old lady anyway intro intro Intro. All right. This is episode 91, probably, of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York, Crossing Broad, Warwick Gaming, and XL Media, as always brought to you by Rivercrest NYC. And we have a couple guests today. You probably know them from ESNY. You probably know them from the Yankees Mets Express. We have Josh and Lean. What's up, guys? Hey. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we owed you guys a podcast appearance after we were on your show a couple weeks ago. Uh, I guess that was like a month ago, maybe two months. It feels like a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we have to get the Elite Sports New York Yankees offseason recap because spring training is only a week away. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there. One more week and we can finally get videos that reporters take underneath the gated off fences. And we'll finally get to see Jameson Tyone and Corey Kluber talk to each other and get way too excited about that. And it is an exciting time for baseball fans. Yes. Very, very exciting. It seems that just yesterday the season ended. Just yesterday. Just I, don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Actually, I'm with Josh. I do feel like it's been a pretty quick off season, thankfully. Oh my god, I feel like it's been dragging on for like seven yeah. years. You've got to understand, I'm a dad right now. Um, uh, that's right. You got it, important stuff going on. It's eight. It's eight p.m. right now. I'm keeping my voice down because the baby's asleep. Um, it's eight p.m. right now. We're a little after eight, and I feel like it was just four o'clock in the afternoon. It's like zoomed right by. Mm, man, I kind of wish I had that timeline as as I was at work all day. And it yeah, I, I can't even relate. Like time is time is irrelevant. At this rate, tomorrow's going to be my fortieth birthday when I'm not even thirty five yet. The resident senior of the podcast. Shut up, James. You get grandpa jokes. Oh, you don't like grandpa jokes, Josh? You're banned from Sal's. That's all you need to know. Banned from Sal's. I can't even get Sal's anymore. I'm back to trap exactly. Long Island. I got to drive exactly. all the way into the city just to get pizza. <laughs> What's the furthest you would go for pizza? Sal's. That's the answer. Really? Dude, okay. Like, what pizza do you get? Uh, it's from Manhasset. I usually get Geno's. No, you got to get Geno's from Port. Gino's from Port's really good too, but for if I'm going local, I'm not willing to drive to Port Washington. Sal's is, is a special exception that I would drive all the way to Harlem to get a large pepperoni pie from Sal's. The problem is, like, even though they're on DoorDash and come to my apartment, uh, it's it's easier said than done trying to find a dasher who's in the area and can get there in a timely manner. Dude, that's dangerous. Once you told me that Sal's was within range. And that I could just have it delivered to my door. That was, oof, I blew through cash that week. <laughs> blew through cash. Worth it though, right? Yeah, my wallet would disagree. But <laughs> I, I think it was worth it. Bankruptcy tastes good sometimes. That's true. All right, well, we are here to, first of all, wrap up the Yankees offseason. Should be pretty easy because it basically lasted for the last two weeks. Uh, <laughs> Let's get let's get off season grades. What are we thinking? I'm gonna give the Yankees a solid B for the off season because I've still got my reservations about Corey Kluber, uh, but he seemed very sincere in his press conference. Jameson Tyone, yeah, he's got his injury risk, but his friendship with Cole has me weirdly confident that everything's gonna be okay. And one move that I don't think it's getting talked about ne uh, nearly enough. I think that signing Kyle Bearclaw on a minor league deal for the bullpen. I think it's a fantastic decision. 
Lane? Okay. Uh, I'm going to give the Yankees a B plus. Um, Josh I, doesn't believe in the team. Okay, well, Josh, Such very anti Corey Kluber. He's a Kluber hater. We've already discussed this. Josh, you can't root for Kluber when he does well. Uh, yeah, we we kind of we kind of have um, a side. I like the Kluber move. Love the Tyone move. Both of those pitchers. I really I really wanted the Yankees to get them. So those were great in my books. Uh, to add on what Josh just said, uh, Kyle Barraclaw, as someone who has owned him in fantasy in the past, I, I give that move a two thumbs up. I think that was really great. Minor league deal too, so like it can't hurt you. And um, DJ, of course, like obviously we should have expected them to bring him back. But the deal was awesome. So, you know, that that, that was really solid. So, yeah, B-plus for the Yankees. B-plus. That's pretty good. Uh, Allison, do you want to top Josh's score as well? Well, of course. I mean, I was already going to top his score. Um, I was actually going in the B-plus range as well. I feel as though, obviously, there were not huge, huge moves that they made besides signing DJ, which like we said, was something that we had anticipated over the off season. Um, but, you know, they did lose a couple of pieces and they really haven't completed exactly, you know, they haven't really filled all the holes in. They haven't filled all the gaps in. I think that what they're doing, they're putting a lot of faith in two guys that really haven't pitched much in the past two years. Um, not saying that that's a bad thing though at all. Um, it sounds like the type of players they are and the type of pitchers they are that we know. There's my cat. Um, the type of pitchers that we know, they definitely have the ability to make that difference. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not anywhere close to an A because Brett Gardner is still not signed, and yeah. that's just the problem. That's why I didn't give them an A, too. Good oh, call, sure. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, no, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm with you. It's so weird because, like, I remember, like, one of the, like, one of my early, oh, whoops. Oh, am I still here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yes. got you. Yeah, sorry, I thought, I thought I, I zoomed out for a second. Senior citizens aren't really good with internet. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, yeah, thanks. Uh, I It just seems like Brett Gardner, I swear, reads my articles where I criticize him and somehow, like, has this weird, like, X-Men super hearing where he hears me talking trash about him when I'm frustrated with him because every time I criticize him, he manages to have like a three hit game or make a crazy True. catch in the outfield. Like he hears me, I swear. But it's not just you. I've heard that with so many people have said the same thing. They're like, oh man, I, I hate Brett Gardner. He's so terrible. He can't hit a home run. And then next step back, that's what he does. So I don't know. I have a friend who has jinxed even yeah. Brett Gardner, first of all, but even worse, Tyler Wade. Every time he says oh, Tyler God. Wade is shitty, Tyler Wade hits a home run. It is uncanny. So and he must not good. say it often because Tyler Wade does not hit home runs. No, wanna... no, it doesn't say it often. It's but it's when he does, when he cares enough to say just this in, guy is terrible. Tyler just Wade in case some of our listeners aren't aware, it is one hundred percent the law that whenever Tyler Wade does something very good on the field, be it like fielding, hitting, whatever, you need to put your arms up a la pickle Rick and just go, Tyler Wade. Like all that. right. So so it's I think we can all agree that we're gonna sign Josh up for those commercials where they teach you how not to become your parents, right? I think we can all agree on well, that. Absolutely. Oh <laughs> yeah. Look, just it's the internet glasses, isn't it? Like the computer glasses. <laughs> Nothing is going right for you, Josh, right now. I'm taking them off even though I shouldn't. Yeah, take down, take down the live, laugh, love sign, man. I do not have that sign. Thank you very much. I don't think that that's my wife's, whatever that is behind me. But oh well, uh, yeah. So Brett Gardner, that is that's coming. It's coming. We know. It, We've been talking a, about it for. It's weeks. a matter of when, not if. Yeah, whatever moves the Yankees still have left to make, they're going to make them probably get another reliever. And then whatever money is left over, that is Brett Gardner's contract for next year. We know he's coming back, Allison. Do you want to revise your grade in advance? Do you want to give them the uh, A? No, not in advance because it's not happening until it actually happens, okay? I've fell into this hole before, and I'm not doing it again. So don't put me there. We're going to have enough. a virtual party, no. right? When, uh, when A guardy party for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure. Absolutely. I mean, the the last video that I did for his last home run cannot possibly be the last video. It can't be the last Guardy party. Like, mm -hmm. 
that has to end on such a special note. Are you going to come down to the city for his last game? Oh, for sure. If they allow fans, if not, I'll just go right to the fence, like, you know, right outside. Um, So she'll come anyway. Yeah, I'll just go to like the player's exit, which by the way, best place to go after the game, especially if you're a tourist, because like, I don't live in New York City. So for me, it's kind of fun to go down there and just watch players walking out of the uh, the stadium after the game and like seeing what kind of cars they have. And then seeing Jonathan Loizaga walking just casually with jeans and a backpack and everyone's like ignoring him. And I'm like, that's, that's Johnny Lasagna. And they, they just- I was don't. at his debut, Johnny Lasagna. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, um, I will definitely be there in one capacity or another. I made friends with a security guard. I made friends with a guy, Henry, who was there all the time. I've got the end. Now, what's going to make you cry harder? Derek Jeter's last game or Brett Gardner's last game? You know, I cried at Derek Jeter's last game. Same. Wait, are we talking about his walk-off or at Fenway? Walk-off. Okay. Uh, let's just let's just forget about the Fenway game. That didn't. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Like wow. he, was, he was in the game for like two and a half minutes. Stop. Sure. Um, so actually, <laughs> I didn't cry at the moment because for some reason I had the eeriest sense of calm. Like David Robertson gave up that home run in the top of the. I think nine. that's called shock. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. And my mom and my sister were watching it with me, and they were both so upset. And I was literally like. Derek Jeter's coming up third. I think it's going to be fine. And my mom's like, who are you? So I didn't cry. The fix was in, by the way. I hope everyone knows that. Oh, yeah, he, sure. grooved it. he grooved it. Oh, yeah. yeah, Evan Meek, like an 88 mile per hour meatball right down the middle. Come on. We don't yeah, need to the, talk about that. The second baseman was uh, all the way over to second base when he shoots right all the time. Okay, that makes sense. The shift card didn't tell you to play there. We all know that. Yeah, exactly. Guys, this is Buck, a Yankees podcast. What are you doing? Buck Showalter well, played the Buck Showalter played the respect card, and that's fine. I don't fault him for that. I would have done the same thing. Listen, it was such Jeter. a beautiful moment, and it was all thanks to the Orioles. I'm just kidding. No, Derek Jeter just did his thing, and I loved it. But you know, watching it back a few times, you're like, mm, did they give it to him? But still, I'm glad that they did, even if they did. Uh, here's some Yankees trivia. Who remembers who scored the winning run? Uh, mm, Richardson. Antoine Richardson, yeah. Yes, oh. I didn't remember his first name. Yeah. But yes, that's one of my favorite trivia questions. Josh and James, did you guys cry? I, I definitely got emotional. I can't remember if I actually cried or not. Um, but I was, I was definitely very emotional watching the celebration. Thinking, first of all, thinking they can't play him in Boston tomorrow after this. They can't, they can't do that to him. This has to be like his last game as a Yankee. Uh, it's only fitting. And of course, they didn't listen to me. But I, I will always consider that Jeter's final moment. And that was, I mean, I mean, I was born in '95, so Derek Jeter is the only shortstop I had ever known, the only Yankee shortstop for my entire life. So watching him take that last step on the field is like. God damn, I'm old. I, um, Not as old as Josh, though. God oh, damn yeah. No, um, no one and, watches that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate all of you. No, I don't. <laughs> actually. Um, no, no, Allison, you're fine. James and Lean, go away. Allison, you're you're a senior citizen, too, right? That's yeah, I work. Not. No, 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 no. I work with senior citizens for a living. Oh. Big difference. So I have but, the patience to deal with them. So, Josh, but, you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I need my gel or I'm going to get cranky. Anyway, anyway, uh, but to answer, answer Lean's question, um, I am not ashamed to admit I am comfortable enough with my emotions as a proud Pisces that yes, I did cry in Derek Jeter's last game. It was just a perfect moment. Mm -hmm. I like, I was at my parents' house for dinner I just kind of like crumbled to my knees into full like yoga's child's pose. Just like, it was the perfect ending. Cause like from the time I started following baseball, the only Yankee shortstop I had known prior to Derek Jeter was a weird tandem of Mike Gallego and Randy Velarde. That's how old I am. So, so like, yeah, I remember when, I remember when Derek Jeter didn't wear number two, when Mike Gallego wore number two. 
So you, you are not helping your case. Yeah, right? we, we don't talk about I don't, that. I don't really care. I don't really care at this point. Just because like that's how impactful Derek Jeter was and to see it all end. Like, yeah, it, it was like Rivera. Yeah, we all knew it was coming, but even even like when the final game happened, you weren't ready for it. Yeah. That said, yeah, I called that, like a baby. I that, yeah, I cried way harder at Mo than Jeter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mo, well, at least with Jeter, you had like that celebration too because it was a walk-off with Mo. They yeah. went out and got him a little early to make sure that they he could get that full think, send-off. I think it was the fact that Mo was crying himself that I was like, oh my God, this is so real. And actually, like I ironically enough, ended up seeing Andy Pettit's last start at Yankee Stadium for his career. Um, I just happened to be at that game. And so many people like didn't know what was going on. And I was like, guys, he's leaving. I had to like explain it to my section and they didn't quite get it. And then the next day, like one of my friends who was also there was like, oh, that's what happened. I said, yeah. I was yeah. trying it. I was crying at Mo too because like I like planned earlier because Mo Mo was my favorite Yankee growing up, and I made the plan like okay I'm gonna go to his last game he's like come back after tearing his ACL it's gonna be great the Yankees don't miss the playoffs and then when push came to shove I even with one ticket I could not afford to go to the game and mm-hmm. I was so mad and upset about that and then watching how emotional it was that yeah I, I cried like an infant that's a typical Pisces I get it. I'm a Libra, so I have a hard time controlling my emotions as well. We can relate. <laughs> yes, we can. My, my oh, big a, sister's a Libra. What a walk down memory lane that we weren't weren't expecting at all. It's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> We're so, what was the last I'm time like Yankees baseball made right you cry? <laughs> well, well, James, James, let's get back to the topic again. Yeah, uh, well, offseason grades. Yeah, you're up. Oh yeah. Well, you said B, so I'm going to go with B plus. Um, does, Again, it, does it matter that like I'm trying to spite Josh? <laughs> does it help my case if it's on the higher end of the B B plus scale? Like like the highest a B can be as well, like an eighty six or an eighty seven. What if it does it matter that my B is in that territory? Dude, no. what grade is going in the report card, man? It doesn't matter if you get an eighty three or an eighty seven. Yeah, schools EPA are different. Some still use the same. numbers, some use letters. I don't know. No, get out of here. No B plus B plus sounds appropriate anyway. Uh, the yeah. DJ signing was fantastic to get him for only $15 million a year. Uh, yeah, that six year might be pretty ugly, but you know, we're in a window right now. We got to win right now and you get DJ and you get a little bit more flexibility, uh, even though you don't need it. You're the Yankees. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your money. Um, I'm not too worried about the sixth year if we're being hundred percent. I'm not really that worried about it either. I mean, he's got a skill set that can translate to his older yeah. age. And, you know, if he has to, he can play third or first. If we have to move yeah. him off that middle infield position. Luke Voigt's con- and Gio Rochelle's contracts are such that we can easily if we have to. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't love the idea of Glaber playing shortstop, but that is the reality of the situation. I don't think any of us love the idea of Glaber playing anywhere, but you know, Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's this Glaber coming from? No, no, I love Glaber. He just can't defend anywhere. So, yeah. Fair enough. It's yeah. it's fine. Hey, he can't do it all. Not everyone exactly. is Mike Trout. It's yeah. his weakness is his defense. He's a good hitter. So Peter we'll, couldn't we'll put defend. Up with it. We love him unconditionally. So. I swear, during the pandemic, when I was looking, uh, when I was doing those, those Yankees, all decade teams, all underrated teams, like guys you forgot existed. Just looking at some of the guys, Kevin Euclid, you man <laughs> forgot about him. Just looking at some of the guys who, um, God, words are hard today. Looking at some of the guys from way back in the day who have several gold gloves and are considered great fielders. When you don't have the analytical numbers to look at, and you look at how many errors they actually committed, it actually makes you cringe. Like there, I forget one guy's name, but he won, I think, three or four gold gloves, but he committed, I think, 20 errors in a season. Wow. Yeah. That was Omar Vizquel on that list. <laughs> we don't talk my about least, Omar Vizquel. My least anymore. favorite person. <laughs> I really, I had no opinion about Omar Vizquel until this year, really, with all of the, oh, we should put him in the Hall of Fame. No, yeah. stop. He was a terrible hitter. He was league average maybe five times. Stop look, it. Look, the way, the way I see it, if Bill Mazeroski's in the Hall of Fame, Omar Vizquel should be in the Hall of Fame. Josh, just because we did things a certain way at one time doesn't mean we have to keep doing them that way. That is factual. 
Fair we point. Can, we Fair can point. be better. We can be better than them. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. It's just very frustrating to have one set, have one standard for the Hall of Fame, then all of a sudden just like flip it around completely. Eh, well, we don't want to do. I just I just talked about the Hall of Fame for like forty minutes, so I don't want to keep talking about the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this is not, back, we do not like to have James yeah, talk about. We don't. It sends me into a rage. It sends me into a rage. We'll do that when the record button stopped. Yeah. Uh, back to the topic at hand, though. The Yankees offseason. Uh, yes. We know Brett Gardner's coming back. I love that for the fourth outfielder role. Obviously, we know that somebody is going to get hurt on day one. Brett Gardner is going to end up playing 120 games this year for absolutely no reason. He's going to be wildly underrated and somehow still put up like two war for no reason at all. So Brett Gardner retirement tour. It's coming. Um Pitching Gardner bully retirement tour, bully retirement. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. I love that Brett Gardner is such a huge bully. It is hysterical. (laughs) And we, we bring it up all the time. Allison told the story, I think on last week's podcast or the week before about a a prank he was going to do on Tyler Wade. And I always bring it back to the spring training video where he just ripped Tyler Wade's shirt. And Tyler Ray's just like, oh, yeah, it's so funny. That's unbelievable. But you absolutely know he was crying in his locker afterwards. So I don't know no, why Brett's always picking on me. It's just not fair. Yes, so. And just so you're aware, he put hot sauce on Tyler Wade's shoes five times. Um, and he also, the prank he was going to do was he was going to steal his car um, and come back with a rental car in the same spot and then um, take his apartment key off of his regular car keys and steal it. So <laughs> when he got just home, mean. It's just mean. Yeah. Well, well, back it up. Putting hot sauce in Tyler Wade's shoes, that has me more concerned. What is wrong with Tyler Wade's feet? That hot sauce in the shoes is a bad thing. No, on, on the shoes. Yeah. Like, you know how now, like, everyone's so, well, Clint Frazier especially, we've seen it on Instagram as well as Twitter. He's big on the shoes like the looks you know the shoes have to be clean they got to be fresh however hot sauce doesn't do that <laughs> i wish i had a sneaker closet like clinton kaylee's they have so, know, they have right? a, they have a different sneaker for every day of the year uh i'm someone who prides who prides himself on not being a sneaker head but like no lie i recently i did a complete vanity purchase on sneakers i got these super bright colored nike air maxes the air dads no actually i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the picture and show you guys on zoom right now because these are like the anti-dad shoes oh, oh the anti-dads oh, yeah boy. so you yeah, don't like, you don't want to pull up to the neighborhood barbecue rocking oh. those no sir <laughs> those right. don't those don't go with cargo shorts yeah i don't own a pair of cargo shorts so nice try you will try you will. so hard to like not be a dad it's really <laughs> oddly enough if it, it this is going to sound weird coming from me compared to my other dad friends i am actually the least daddish no i'm not surprised no because like because you're the only one you're the only one fighting it <laughs> um let me put it this way accept your destiny man we know another couple who um they have i think like a two or three year old and he my and my friend mike he's been posting on his facebook They've been baking bread together a lot. I have baked one bread this quarantine, and that was enough for me. I was like, great, I did it. Mm. Yeah. Again, like, oh, just in a blink of an eye, it's going to be parent-teacher conferences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, knowing my kid, there's going to be a lot of them. Josh, she I don't Is know. She if, I, mm, no, she's not. Okay. I don't know if baking bread is really considered a dad thing more as like a basic thing so congratulations you're basic that was that was the big basic quarantine thing is that a good place joke sure you're basic (laughs) sure if i said it like that i hate that show so much (gasps) what a fantastic show about so many conflicting things about it i love that show so does my wife and so do most of our friends, and they all despise me for my intense hatred of it. I feel like maybe it would be best if you just put the hatred in the back pocket and pretended it didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, but that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about my dad? And we got to be talking about the offseason. Offseason, yeah. Yankees pitching. Uh, I loved the Kluber signing because they spent so much money on him. I don't know. If it was like a $5 million contract, I would be less confident in his health. 
but because they were willing to go up and other teams were willing to go up to $11 million. I am way more confident that he's going to be a good stable pitcher all year. I like James, how you put that James, that that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I guess I mean, come on. The Yankees aren't going to spend $11 million on someone they don't know is going to make at least 20 starts for them. Look, and other teams were giving much higher offers, you know, too. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were the highest offer. Right. Look, Eric Cressy has the inside track. Matt Blake knows him. We're at the point where we have to trust that they know him better than us or even the worst parts of Yankees Twitter do. Like, I'm still going to complain about the signing the whole time. Lean and I actually have a side bet going that if he pitches more than 110 innings this season, I will publicly apologize to him. Oh, you're going to lose that bet. You're going to lose that bet. I'm prepared to lose that bet. I am very prepared. I am prepared to lose that bet by the All-Star break, if not sooner. (laughs) It's like, it's at the point where they know him better than we do. I talked to a, a buddy of mine who was a college catcher, now works as a hitting coach. Apparently his shoulder injury isn't as scary as a lot of us thought it was. It wasn't the rotator cuff. That's what I remember hearing. Yeah, it was, it was like a ramped up version of um, Seve's uh, shoulder thing a couple of years ago, kind of like in the lat back of the shoulder area. And yeah, it's just... So we're, so we're fine. We're fine on Kluber. Yeah, well, let, let's go see him get through spring training first, then we'll see, because... Remember, Sebi started with, uh, he had something let back of the shoulder, and then he didn't pitch till September. True. So, But him him and Tyone, I love Jameson Tyone. I think the Yankees are going to be able to get a lot more out of him than the Pirates did. Uh, Max is very big on Tyone because the Pirates made him throw sinkers, and we don't like sinkers. We don't do sinkers anymore. It's four-seam fastballs up in the zone. uh, uh, Question, what's the difference between a sinker and a two-seamer exactly? It's just the movement. Two seamers have a little more horizontal movement. Sinkers are a little more vertical. It's there's not okay, a big difference though. Like Dustin May throws two seamers that might as well be sinkers. And why don't we like sinkers? Sinkers are suck. yeah. Major league hitters have adjusted. The sinker is no longer a ground ball pinch a pitch unless you're Zach Britton and you throw it better than anybody oh. has ever thrown a sinker in the history of I baseball. Was... I was say, don't tell this to Zach Britton. Yeah, he's he's the only one that can he's still do it. Rule. Yeah, yeah, uh, but sinkers, they uh, major league hitters have adjusted so that they can launch the sinker, they can get it up, yeah. and they have not adjusted to that high and in forcing fastball at 100 miles per hour. It's a pretty tough pitch to hit. So we're gonna I, only that with Tyone. I followed Tyone on Instagram like right after the trade was announced. His whole Instagram is him just doing his throwing program. He looks so comfortable out there. He's like, nope, I'm back. I'm good to go. Yeah, he shortened his arm action too to put uh, less stress on his elbow. That's fantastic. I'm expecting at least 140, 150 innings out of both him and Kluber. And I think they're going to be nasty. I don't think they're never, Kluber's never going to be 2017 Kluber again. Of course He's never going to be that lockdown ace, but I, I would be, I would be remiss. I would be kidding myself if I didn't think they were both going to pitch a full season and have a sub four ERA. This just goes to what I was saying um, a couple of weeks ago. I wrote an article about it and Lee and I talked about this on the pod. Like Garrett Cole was kind of remaking, reshaping the pitching staff in his image. He wants guys who are going to be just as devoted to winning as he is. Who are going Good. We're going to get right in the, the dugout after a start and look at the charts and just be as deep into the numbers as he is. He's like, he want to teach these guys like Montgomery, like Schmidt, like Garcia. They're there to teach these guys how to win. And like, you got to be just as driven as we are. Get the hell out. Good. That's what he's supposed to do. He is, yep. he is the next CC Sabathia that even in his later exactly. years, he is in charge of making sure that these guys come up and understand what it means to be a major league pitcher, understand how to get people out, understand how to win games. That's what we're here for. We want to win baseball games. Woohoo. If Jamison Tyone has as good a year as I hope he does, I might buy his jersey. That's Wait, that's a tough purchase. Gosh, no. Well, he also wears a number that I really like, so yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. a tough purchase. He only has two years of control. This is the Allison DJ LeMay who shares the all over again. You're Luckily, talking- that worked out for her, though. Yeah, well, I- yeah, that was a close one. Yeah, well, I bought the Nick Swisher jersey, so there's that. No, Swisher, Swisher is universal. Swisher is yeah. just universally yeah, yeah. beloved. Although, who is, is it Ozzy Smith who just hates Nick Swisher? 
Is he the one? I can't remember. Yes, I think it is. Ozzy Smith, who just, for no reason, just no, hates Nick Swisher. was it Ozzy Guillen? Ozzy Guillen, yes, you're right. Ozzy Guillen just hates Nick Swisher. I don't Which understand weird, how you can hate Swish. Wasn't Nick Swisher on the White Sox when Ozzy Guillen was there? Yeah, latter days of Ozzy Guillen's White Sox tenure. So, you know, a lot of people don't like Nick Swisher. Like, even fans, I, I know bias because they're a Mets both my brother and my dad can't stand him like he's a phony he's obnoxious and I've seen on social media like a lot of people just don't you know not big fans of him they're just unbelievable well, people are yeah. wrong Simple people are that. wrong yeah legend everyone loves Nick Swisher uh okay so that's that's the off-season recap I'll try to keep us I know we keep going on wild that was tangents kind of an very off-season quickly recap yeah we all gave a grade and, and then our off-season tangents kind of reached us to half an hour already but season preview this is more important because it still has to happen season previews what are we expecting from the Yankees what is the final game looking like for the Yankees are they walking out champions or are they losing in the first round of the playoffs what are we looking at Josh oh man putting me right on the spot okay um all right I was hoping to go last but here we go uh I am a firm believer that good things come in threes uh 28 uh 2017 we came close 2018 the Red Sox cheated 2019 came close again 2020 doesn't count this year, the Yankees, I feel, are going to have a very 1996-like season. There's going to be some grinders. There's going to be some good role guys who just capture our hearts. Everyone's going to rally behind one statement. I think that the Yankees fight tooth and nail, beaten, bruised, bloodied, battered. I think they win the World Series this year, and then everyone just kind of shuts up for a while. Oh, you, you think people are going to shut up about the Yankees? Not. Can, They're the Yankees. Ever. Come on, dream. man. Come on, man. I can dream. No, that's that's not a real dream. Dream smaller. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. Everyone shuts up by about half. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 take that. I think. Oh, oh, okay, fine. Here, here's here's realistic. Yankees Twitter is quiet for a day and then complains of when the next guy doesn't get resigned. That's that sounds more like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just looking forward to you know Dodgers Twitter if we beat them in the World Series. I really don't see a way that the Dodgers a, don't make to the World Series this year. They are so good. One of my, one of my best friends is a Dodgers and a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Um, I, well, that guy's just an I asshole. Would, I want to yeah, see him. Ta- <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see him taken down a few notches, just for a little bit by my hand. Yeah, can't, can't have the Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, Even on, is that. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what was that, Lee? I said, what even is that? Uh, born in Brooklyn, grew up in the Tampa area. Wait, so he's not a bandwagoner? Nope. Nice. Yep. Questionable, but okay. Yeah, questionable. Questionable, but okay. yeah. He was a fan of the Bucks when they won their first when they won their first Super Bowl, so I'll allow it. And he just happens to be a fan of the Dodgers too. A perennial favorites to win the World Series. Okay, that's. It is what it is. I mean, Dodgers haven't played in Brooklyn in a while, so. He, now he, he was a Dodgers, because I've known him since, like, 2011, and he was even a Dodgers fan back then, so. Oh. I guess someone from your generation might have been around for the Brooklyn Dodgers, but. He's older than me, if you can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're me life. You're taking a go- beating in this call, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. Com- I'm gonna go complain to Tab. He's another dad and, and understands. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Tabs. His weather updates are driving me crazy. I don't want to know what's still coming. I don't want to know what's going on in Chicago because it's gonna be here in three days. I don't want to hear it anymore. Ruin my day. I read them and I just want to cry. You like, just you uh, see the future. Like, my exactly. my bro- my brother's girlfriend lives in Chicago. She had to dig her car out of three feet of snow today. No, so can't do thing. it. I'm done with the snow. It was fun for like half an hour. The first snow when Brody got to experience his first snow, he didn't know what to do with it. And now it's like, all right, I shoveled out a very nice bathroom area for him. And he just decides to walk <laughs> into two feet of snow instead. So I'm <laughs> it's kind of annoying now. This isn't even talking Yankees anymore. We're just kind of airing our own various personal grievances with life. Yeah. Oh, just pretty much at tab though. <laughs> <laughs> Tab's great though. We love him. We Shout out tab. tab. Shout out Tab Bamford, our awesome managing editor. Yes. All right, Lean, season predictions. What are you thinking? So I think uh, 
like easily the Yankees are going to win the AL East. Um, yes. And I think, uh, don't tell Kyle that. Oh man. I'm going to miss oh, his bad takes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Can we take, can we sidetrack real quick? I kind of want to like sidetrack about it. this because it made me <laughs> so angry, dude. Like I, like I said, my brother's a Mets fan and I just went off on Kyle to my brother. <laughs> like in what, how are we supposed to be scared of a team that has neither a rotation nor a bullpen. He's not even saying be scared of the Rays, the Blue Jays. Okay, they have some up and coming hitters, whatever, still young, but fine. We'll, we'll let that slide. They have Hyunjin Ryu and just, and what? And what is that bullpen? And you're actually trying to have a legitimate argument, a legitimate conversation, trying to convince us that the Yankees have to be worried about the mighty Toronto Blue Jays who don't even have a home stadium. Are you kidding me? Like and the fact I, that he's being serious is what what just destroyed me. I hates, very much he appreciate he's with the best. I appreciate what Lean's saying because I've been saying about the Blue Jays since the the Jose Bautista years: live by the lineup, die by the lineup. That, yeah, and look what happened. Like you have no pitching. This is a terrible. Junjin Ryu is not an ace. Never has been. And yet they're treating him like and one. I'm, I'm not even going to dog Hyunjin Ryu because when he's at his best, he's really good. We saw him. He was a Cy Young finalist the other year. He's great. Like, he's not an ace. It's one guy. Even if they had Garrett Cole, take out Hyunjin Ryu and replace him with Garrett Cole. Even if it was Garrett Cole and the rest of that pitching staff, that is not a good baseball team. And we're looking at Nate Pearson, Robbie Ray. Like, oh, I'm shaking in my boots. Steven Matz, okay, come on. <laughs> right. Like, their young guys are supposed to be good. That's fine. But right now, they're not. They're coming off a pretty bad season. So, I'm sorry. Like, forgive me for not being absolutely terrified. Not to mention nobody on that team can feel to save their lives. Like, Derek Fisher had it, like, oh, Thank God, you. he's so bad. Didn't even mention. Yeah, and Vlad Guerrero, what is that? What? what I'm like, pretty what, sure I could feel better than that. Watching he's so, trim now. He's trim. Watching, he looks good. Watching some of the Toronto Blue Jays field at times, even just watching like the error highlights on ESPN, it physically hurts. Dude, That's how bad it is. Watching the Mets outfield attempt to field, and do you know how bad that is? Like it. it well, yeah. Imagine the Mets outfield, but at all nine positions, though. Yeah. That's the Blue Jays. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. Let me, let me go back to answer the previous question. I'm really sorry about that. I'm, I, That's I okay. Hey, that's somewhere. what we're here for. Um. So, okay, yeah, Yankees will win the division, deep playoff run, uh, will not win the World Series. This kind of goes back to the reason why I didn't give the offseason an A. I'm sure you guys will disagree with me. I, um, I have for, like, several years now, I've had a problem with the Yankees lineup because when it comes to October, shockingly, pitching is not usually not, like, the Yankees' biggest problem. And... It's it, it it's the hitting. The hitters get cold all at the same time, pretty convenient. Uh, and they just can't come up in big spots. And I think that you obviously we haven't seen any changes to the lineup this season. So I, I do think some of the hitters will be better. I think Sanchez will be a bit better. Don't think he'll be the Sanchez that we want him to be. I think some guys will stay healthy. I am Josh will be excited to hear this. I think Aaron Hicks is gonna have a good year. I'm expecting a bunch of guys to have good years, but I think in October, we're going to have the same problem. Guys are going to get cold at the wrong time, and we are not going to get our ring. Sorry if that's pessimistic. I'm pessimistic. That's fine. Hey, even, even if the Yankees are hot, I, I mean, the Los Angeles Dodgers are a force, and there's no two ways yeah. about that. The, probably the best rotation in baseball, definitely one of the best lineups in baseball, even if they do lose Justin Turner, one of the best bullpens. I mean, that is... That is as complete of a team as there is in baseball. James, James what are you going to do if it's a Yankees-Padres World Series? Oh, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. Just have a good old time. Uh, hopefully, Fernando James, Tatis James, does get, some exciting get stuff. Jerseys, get those jerseys that are like half like half. No, Yankees no way. Dogs. Nope, can't do it. The worst can't thing do it. in sports. No, the worst I, I things I've ever seen. I forget what it was, but fairly recently, I saw someone on Twitter who is hating hard on the Padres jerseys right now. I was like, my man. No, they're clean. You can't hate those jerseys. They're so good. Wait, which ones? The Padres jerseys. Which Padres jerseys? The guy was just generally hating on the current Padres jerseys. 
they're good. I don't love oh, the camo one, but I the pinstripes, the the gray yeah. pinstripes, the white pinstripes. Yeah. I mean, those are those are fantastic. The brown tops. Can't, yeah, camo the camo one that that uniform doesn't exist. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, I don't love so. the camo one, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> one of one of Allison and I's biggest pet peeves is uh, jersey failures. Uh, that falls into that category of wearing two jerseys at the same time. Uh, number one on the list is wearing the jersey of a team that's not actually playing in the game. That drives oh us God. absolutely insane. Like, Are you telling me in your entire closet or your entire suitcase, you didn't have one other shirt? You didn't have anything else? This was it? It does not have to be a team shirt. It just has to be a shirt. But no, let's go and be irrelevant in the game. Bro, 2012 or 2013, I went to a Yankees Orioles game. I'm sitting in the Redfield Bleachers in section 202. Bald Vinny is like yards from me. And before the first pitch, like maybe like it's a seven seven o'clock game. Let's say it's like 645 at this point. This one guy comes down in full Mets gear and just goes, let's go Mets. And then just runs out. You're just trying to be an asshole, man. Just stop. What are you trying to be an asshole? That is an asshole. That's a dumbass thing to do. No, you're succeeding. Yeah, you're trying and succeeding just to be an asshole. And that's just why I live life like that. If you guys can believe it. I want to share this video with you guys at one point. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. No, you're up. You're up. You're fine. What video? Okay, sorry, my connection is weird. Um, So, yeah, my, it was uh, when we played the Red Sox uh, in the ALCS two years ago, three years ago. When was that? Uh, ALDS was 2018. ALDS, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were at the game that got us eliminated. I went with my dad and my brother. Like I I was there too. Our Mets fans, really? Yeah. Um, my brother shows up in a custom-made, big, sexy Mets shirt, Bartolo Colon. It literally says big, sexy, like, all down the back. What an asshole. all quiet. And, like, halfway through the game, dude just gets up and starts screaming, Yankees suck, let's go Mets. And I have a video of people just, like, screaming at him. This one dude's face got, like, bloodshot red. Like, he was ready to throw hands with my brother. Easily most embarrassing thing that I've had happen to me. So, yeah, people like that are the absolute worst. I have an emergency notification. I don't know if you guys can see the Slack channel. But MLB Network is doing their top 100 players. And Kyle has informed us all that Giancarlo Stanton is the 97th ranked player and Brandon Nimmo is 89. What? So we're saying, we're saying, MLB Network is saying Brandon Nimmo is better than Giancarlo Stanton. (laughs) Oh. Like three years ago, people were like, Giancarlo Stanton is like a season away from the Hall of Fame. And now they're ranking Brandon Nimmo ahead of him. Oh, Lean's, Lean's big, man. Lean's big, mad about this. Bro, what? And I love Brandon Nimmo. Don't get me wrong. I think he's like criminally underrated and he's just like really cute and stuff. But come <sighs> on. Are you serious? Like, Luis Stanton is like, also um, number 94. Luis Robert. He's played 60 games. Correct. He is number 94. MLB Network. They got to know better than this. And J.D. Martinez is just, just lower than Giancarlo Stanton. J.D. Martinez has never been less interested in playing baseball. (laughs) What what interns, what unpaid interns, like, drank too much of whatever – put this list together and now need to be fired and banned from watching baseball. Classic, again. classic dad move, blaming alcohol for bad decisions. <laughs> Brandon Nimmo above Giancarlo Stanton. Like, no, that, that's a drunk decision right there. Come on. No, it's yeah. bad. Jason, what are top 100 players from when? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just top 100 players right now. Like just that's, uh, that's bad. That's real bad. Really bad. God damn. Can can you can you read top ten, please? Oh, uh, they're not they're not up to the top ten. They're only up to eighty one. Jesus Christ! Oh, do it in reverse oh. order. It's a whole show. Like, ta- yeah. Tacking yeah, on yeah. to tacking on to to leans a bit real fast. I actually 
I actually know a Mets fan who's who's worse than Newman, if you can believe that. This guy, I swear, like, he, first off, he's a legit baseball fan. He knows the sport well. I just want to give him that much credit. But every every time he and I go to a Yankees game together, he would have a shirt for the other team. Like he's a Mets That's fan. He's he's he's, he's wearing like a, a Blue Jays shirt or a Brewers shirt or whatever shirt. Some Mets fans are the worst. Pet peeve. All right, back back on topic. Allison, season preview. Um. Okay. So, 2021. Um. You know, I I love what the Yankees have put together. The problem is, uh, like you had also mentioned in regards to the Dodgers, um, I don't think they're the best team out there. I would love for them to prove me wrong. Absolutely. Um. But I feel like it's it's going to be another rough exit this time in the ALCS. I think they're going to get closer because obviously when it comes to the American league, I feel like they are one of the better teams for sure. But if you're looking at the national league and especially the Dodgers, I just don't know if the Yankees have, have the, the luck, the, you know, kind of hot and cool factor. I just don't know if they really have all of that. Plus Every year, it always seems that the bullpen flames out just when they need it most. So I'm not too, too confident um, if they had signed maybe like a major bullpen piece to kind of replace Adam Adovino. And I know that he did not have the greatest season, but he is still a pretty hella good pitcher. Um, you know, I, I feel like then things might be a little different, but there are still some holes and I feel like right now the Dodgers are just that complete team. So even if they did make it to the world series, I don't see how they could beat the Dodgers. Fair enough. Uh, I know lean has some pretty strong opinions about Adam Adovino. So I'm sure you're happy to see him go to Boston where we have to hit against him now. I'm happy, but kind of going off what Allison just said, uh, like that spot needs to be replaced and they didn't really do that. So, you know, there's, there's kind of a big hole there. Yeah. And then there were a lot of times in 2020, there were a lot of times in 2020 where it was abundantly clear that Aaron Boone did not trust anyone in those middle innings leading up to Zach Britton. And even, even overall, just Chapman, he didn't always trust, but beyond Britton and Chapman, there were a lot of times where you're kind of crossing your fingers and hoping Adam Adovino gets a ground ball, double play, or hoping Chad green has his good stuff today. And you just never know what's going to happen. I'd like a little bit more consistency there. Uh, The no run DMC bullpen will always hold a special place in my heart. We also forget Chasen Shreve in, I guess I was 2015 or 2016. Chasen Shreve and Justin Wilson were also very good that year. So I was like one of the most elite Yankees bullpens that has ever existed. And then Chasen Shreve fell off a fucking cliff and turned into Luke Voigt. That's fine, I guess. Yeah. Aaron Boone, like when discussing the Adovino trade, he kind of he half confirmed a theory I've had about Adovino for a while, which is that Adovino's kind of a dick in the locker room. Have we talked? Have you guys talked about that at all? No, but I I just I don't believe wait, that. Wait, I can't wait, believe wait, that. Wait, what did he say, Josh Boone? Um, okay, so what Boone said was that um, this is what where my heart kind of broke for Adovino because he was apparently at Yankee Stadium doing his throwing program yeah, yeah. when he found yes. out he was traded. Yeah. Now, for a lifelong Yankee fan to be pit, to be on the Yankees roster, pitching at the stadium, doing your offseason throwing program, and then find out, surprise, you're going to the Red Sox. That's going to stay. That's, that's a rough a, one. That's a rough one. And Boone, and Boone just said, yeah, it got kind of weird. Um, and then... Well, yeah, like, that's a, probably a pretty weird conversation to have. Yeah. Well, no, no, hear me out, hear me out. Um, and then I recalled several times, like the, the one instance that stands out to me, it was a game in Toronto from two seasons ago. Um, Adovino came into a game and either Glaber or DJ muffed what should be a routine play. And I noticed several times whenever that happens, he usually goes like, come on, man, like that, like gets visibly frustrated and kind of like calls out his teammates so he can hear them. 
or they can hear Wait, him. But, like, but is that a thing though? Because this is the first I'm hearing of it that like he's he's perceived to be a jerk in the locker room. I had never oh. heard of it until Josh well, brought yeah, it up. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah nobody. The, 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 yeah, this is just a me thing. I've, okay. I fully accept that I may be alone on an island with this. Okay. Um, I and uh, but like to me, he's always seemed kind of surly, and you can see from his Instagram story, he's not a particularly big talker. And then it makes sense why he and DJ are so tight. He so. just he just seems to me like the the quiet artistic one. Like he's always doing photography stuff. Yep. And he's just kind of doing his own thing. And that's fine. I'm sure he's I've never met a mean yeah. artistic person. They're always very that's nice. Fair. That's so fair. That's I have a hard true. time believing he's a jerk. Uh, but that's you know, fair. there is something to that where you don't wanna you don't wanna show up your teammates. Right. Uh, yeah. there's there's heat of the competition mm-hmm. where you're upset that a play gets muffed, and then there's you know putting them on blast on national tv like you fuck yeah. this up so big and everyone is going to see how i feel about it i mean yeah. just in terms of that you know like you can also say the same thing about cc sabathia you know just like a super passionate pitcher and you know one of his guys muffs a play he's visibly frustrated and he's like ah oh, come on man you know like he does that he did yeah. that it's a it's a fine line between too aggressive and yeah. heat of the competition like shit yeah. i wish we got that one Which and we tough. always knew that yeah. we always knew that cc yeah. had everyone's back that was Absolutely. never in doubt you know if he ever if he ever got caught doing that on national TV, I'm sure he would, you know, apologize to the guy like, Hey man, I was just, I was just pretty mad about the play because you know, I wasn't pitching too well and whatever. Shout out to King CC. Shout out to CC, the God, Amber. We love that whole family. Uh, Hopefully they can come on both of our pods very soon. Someone endorse us, please. Yeah, how about a pipe dream? Jesus. Imagine, right? You just casually slip that in there. Like, yeah, maybe we can get CC on the pod. Like according man- to who? I'm manifesting. <laughs> I'm manifesting good things oh, for both of job. our podcasts. Yeah. Manifesting. Okay, so he's trying to he's trying to be young using terms I'm, I'm like using manifesting. My, I'm using he's seen my that d- on the bird app. I'm, u- <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my dad energy to do great things for all of us. Oh, this is incredible. Oh my well, this hey, this is what it was last time. We spent like half an hour talking about baseball and then half an hour roasting Josh for that terrible trade. Yeah, yeah, you literally get roasted on every wow. And I didn't <laughs> even have a and and I didn't have a royally bad take this time around either. Yeah, no, but that's still in the old. back of my mind. They just they just <laughs> went after you, Josh. I don't know. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a teenage girl somewhere down the road, so I'm gonna have to get used yeah, to get that. Used all right? to this builds yeah. character, and then you're gonna be exactly. really old when that happens. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the vape pens for. So, oh, can I say that on here? Sorry, I didn't mean. To yeah, say no, that you can say whatever you want, man. This is the yeah. last. Uh, it's right here. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, but like we're, we're talking about like the lack of the lack of open arms, and I'll, I'll grant losing Canely, I was devastated. Losing out of you know, even sucked. even though he sucks, he sucked last year. That's a big loss. But if you think about it, like the Yankees have more than a few young arms who could fill those roles, like Mike King. I, like towards the end, I I think he could be a fine guy to pitch an inning a game. The I really goes- I don't love Mike King for the bullpen as much as I love him for starting pitcher. Depth. Like he doesn't have that knockout stuff, but he has that. Am I you know, bad five for not loving runs. Mike King at all? No, I, I get the lack of Mike King love, but I noticed in one of his last games, I think it was against the Blue Jays, Blake taught him how to put that extra spin on his fastball, and people were swinging and missing at it when they weren't before. Getting so maybe he's I mean, hey, that's that's a good sign. I I just yeah. When I when I think of a bullpen arm, I'm thinking of like. You know, we tried Loizaga as a starter, and it's kind of clear that if right. you put him as a full-time yeah. bullpen guy, his stuff is going to play Monster. really well there. Max Max is a big proponent of Johnny Loizaga as a Max as loves a Johnny Lasagna. No more two-seamers. <laughs> yeah. Says four-seamers only. No more two-seamers. Yep. And wait, who's that on um, the prospect? Uh, Brooks something or other with the last name I can't Brooks, pronounce? Brooks Krisky. Krisky, uh, yes, Yeah, he's yes. some nice bullpen depth. I did see – in my in my psychopathic baseball following, uh, I saw Luis Medina pitch a lot in the Dominican League, or not in the Dominican League, in uh, the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean series. series. Yeah. yeah, and he his stuff nasty. is filthy. Yeah, what is he throwing? Filthy stuff. A hundred easy with some a plus plus curveball and Damn. a pretty decent changeup. Like he's got. If he can work on his command and and limit the number of pitches he throws per inning, mm-hmm. we're looking at like. We're looking at one of the best starters 
five cure years himself, from now. Cure himself of Chance Adams syndrome. Chance Adams. Um, yeah, but Chance Adams never had 100 in the tank. <laughs> yeah, Chance Adams at 93 on a good day. Yeah, poor Chance Adams. I felt I felt bad for him with the with the surgeries, and he never really bounced back. Yeah. And everyone just assumed that he had always been bad, and we had overhyped him. But like he had been injured, and it just he couldn't get back to where he was. I felt I, bad for him. I talked to a buddy of mine who watched him a bunch of the minors, and the general consensus was like, "Yeah, he's good. He's got he's got a ceiling, but he doesn't have that one put away bitch." And the problem was he wasn't just walking guys; they were fouling a bunch of stuff off. Mm-hmm. So. Racking you up pitch counts. Put, yep. Okay. Mike King Mike King has that same problem. He doesn't have that put away pitch. Mm-hmm. Luis Medina does, though. He's got three. Yeah. CC loves him, too. That's always good. Anytime CC endorses someone, I'm all in. Even Justice Sheffield, CC yeah. went high on, and he wasn't really that good in his rookie year. Last year, he had a pretty nice season. Yeah. I He's mean, just around. I mean, the Mariners semi rushed Justice Sheffield. We all know that. But yeah, like, yeah. His, like we rushed uh, him, too, though. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and apparently the Yankees like the main like the analytics guys. They only saw him as like, like maybe like a two or a three, and that that's why they they traded him. Hopefully, he doesn't blow up in the Yankees' faces. I'd love for him to have a nice career. It is what it oh, is. Yeah. I, I just Absolutely. want him to succeed. He wanted to do it in New York. We wanted him to do it in Seattle. <laughs> Speak, uh, speaking of James Paxton, still doesn't have a team. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind signing James Paxton. Again, one Allison year, and I absolutely. have talked about this quite a bit. Yeah, we've definitely discussed this. One year, ten million. Let him come back. Uh, ten million is a little steep. I don't know if yeah, he's getting ten million I, after last year. I legit pulled that number out of nowhere just now. I wasn't even. Yeah, I, I mean, if I we spend ten million dollars on James Paxton, I mean, Brett Gardner is going to retire. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, would Brett Gardner go anywhere except the Yankees at this point? I'm not convinced well, he would. No, he's, he's got to retire. Yeah. He does want to play, and he definitely still has stuff left in the tank. I just don't know what sort of contract he would be able to get from anyone. As long as we have people jinxing him, he's still going to be a productive player. He's got way, he hasn't irritated Wade nor Frazier nearly enough. Oof, Frazier. I am so hyped for Clint Frazier. Yeah. I want to point out my, my wife bought one of his jerseys two, uh, two, three years ago simply because he has cats. That's fair. And it's that jersey is going to be worth it this year. I'm seeing yep. 400 ABs in the bag for Clint Frazier this year, and oh, I God. could not be more excited. He's oh god! Like the more I watch him play, the more I want him to be a Yankee forever. He's just so good. Yeah, As a I love him so much. Clint Frazier hater. I'm very like excited to to see what the future holds for him as a Yankee. Three words: outs above average. What he was good in that last why, year. Yeah, um, like last year, last year I was just it wasn't just fun to watch him. I was just so happy for him after all the crap he went through the year before. He's easy to root for now. He was very hard to yeah. root for when he first exactly. came up, and now he's easy yeah. to root for. And I know yeah. Clint Clint Frazier is a realistic podcast target because Allison is now best friends with Kaylee. She's the queen of the wags. Um, so we'll, we'll talk to Kaylee. We'll get Clint Frazier to come on the podcast to talk sneakers. Yeah, sneakers and cats. And I've heard from people who knew him, like growing up in Georgia. He's just a good dude. He's oh yeah, a he's a good, great good person. Dude. Yeah. So uh, we're we uh, wish nothing but success for Clint Frazier, and we are closing in on a full hour now. I feel I mean, we could do this for another three hours, and I'd be totally fine with that. But we're closing in on an hour. I don't know if anyone's going to listen to us for over an hour. So we will, <laughs> Not at this point, at least. Yeah, we'll we'll start to wrap it up. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Uh. I'm just glad that even with COVID still going on, that this year baseball season is going to have at least some semblance of normalcy. Like we're not, there's not going to be any uh, just interdivisional play, no like interlegaling the East teams. I hate that we have 70 double headers and the runners at second base again, but just like with Corey Kluber, okay, fine. I'm going to complain the whole time. Yeah, it is what it is. Lean final thoughts. I mean, like I said, I, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think that we're going to get a ring this year. Uh, I actually wouldn't even be surprised if we make it to the World Series, but, you know, got to take it one step at a time. Uh, hopefully, I think number one priority should be like everybody staying healthy from the rotation down to the lineup. I think that's absolutely crucial. 
Um, quick, quick yeah. note on that. I think that like, yeah, this will be like, th- like less than 30 seconds. I think the fact that this year they're going to have that full season with Eric Cressy, that's going to be like a big difference in the, in the injury department. I mean, Hey, Aaron Judge is doing yoga enough said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was less than 30. Thank you, Allison. That was 11 seconds. Thank you. Allison, your final thoughts. Um, yeah, no, actually, uh, because Josh decided to do final, final thoughts, I was going to mention that I believe finally the Yankees are starting to learn that they should probably get a little more flexible to help them with their injuries. And the fact that Aaron Judge is doing yoga, it sounds like Stanton's not trying to lift as many heavy weights and do it for... Uh, or as many supermodels. Correct. <laughs> this is true. And so I, I'm feeling good about it. Obviously, uh, still waiting for Brett Gardner. Um, can't wait for baseball to start, though, in general. Uh, now that football is over, because I am a big football fan, I'm waiting for something to happen. So can't wait for baseball. Absolutely. Next week, we'll finally get to hear the pop of the glove on reporter videos again. Uh, so we will wrap it up here. Go give Josh and Lean a follow on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Go subscribe to their podcast yankees mets express go back and listen to the episode allison and i were on if you liked hearing josh get roasted today uh leave them a five-star review (laughs) we'll see y'all next week thank you guys see ya